Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise, so I'm changing myself. Now, you are in control of a lot more things than you think you're in control of. So, honestly, that is something that bothers me when people tell you, well, you can only control what you can control. Okay? What can you control? Uh, I give that's too deep. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Brothers from Another Mother where we talk about the trials and tribulations in everyday entrepreneurship. For those who don't know me, my name is Alex Maldonado. And I'm Renee Atkinson. How's it going, guys? Man, what can I say, man? How was your weekend, Renee? My weekend was exciting, man. It was, it was different. I got to spend some time with my, uh, my, my older of the youngest son. And, uh, and... It was uh, it was really interesting, man. Yeah. I had had a great time. We went, went camping, froze our asses off. Where'd you guys go? We went out to this this place out in New Mexico called City of the Rocks. Never heard of that, man. Yeah, it's actually pretty neat, man. It's got it's a state park. Oh, um, and imagine like a bus size rocks like standing up. Okay. And uh, it's probably a good. No man, like one section of the of the rocks. Imagine it, three hundred yards wide by by seven hundred yards long, mm-hmm. and it's just a bunch of boulders like that. You can get lost really quickly. We found that out really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was like two. It was like a group of I don't know, maybe twelve of us, and. Uh, and my son and I, though, we were, like, embracing the, the moment, and, like, we're taking pictures and this and that. And suddenly, we had no idea where everybody else went. And um, so we walk, continued walking for a little bit, and then, like, we walked off to the side. And then um, we were able to get out of the area. And then we just walked around in a big circle where we first started, and we just said, let's wait for this. So is this, like, a popular spot, or, what? like, do a lot of people go out there? Yeah, there's, um, there's a, every campsite was taken. Wow. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it was really neat, man. It was a really neat little place. You know, it's got restrooms there. Um, you do have to take your own water and stuff like that, but, but it was really nice. It was, I'd never been there. I passed by it a lot of times going out to like Silver City or going out to Lake Robertson or the Gilas, mm. but I'd never been there before. Hmm. Yeah. That, that's cool. Man. We'll have to go. So what did, what did your son teach you over the weekend, man? My, uh, my son... You see, I'm I'm the I'm the kind that that is very adventurous and uh, and you know I was growing up, especially not so much now. Right now, I'm all careful with everything. But but uh, when I was younger, it was about uh, you know jumping on this and climbing on that, and uh, I was a monkey, you know, everywhere. And he's not. And he's he's really cautious, and he's you know a little afraid of heights and. Uh, actually, he's really afraid of heights. And uh, but uh, the rest of the kids that were there, uh, it was with the the Boy Scout troop. And so, um, so my son's not part of the Boy Scouts. He he's a Cub Scout. Well, he's yeah, he's he's a Cub Scout, but he's in the transition phase to to get into Boy Scouts for the for the ten. Okay. So uh, they invited him to go. Nice. So uh, so he got to hang out with all these older kids. He's used to being the older one, and uh, 
seeing them jump around and, and stuff wasn't dad telling him to do it, yeah. you know? And so a lot of times, um, you know how it is, you have to be told what you're doing wrong or what you're doing or motivated in something or maybe something you're doing wrong. It can't come from your parents. It's got to come from that, that friend or, or that stranger yeah. that tells you something. And, and then you're like, oh, you know what? He's right. Yeah. And you can be telling them this all their life. And, and until somebody else tells them, then it's like, okay, let, let, me, let, me, let me do that. So, uh, so seeing the kids uh, jump around on all the rocks uh, led him to gradually do it more and more and more and climb higher. And then he started, and remember I told you that you can get lost in a heartbeat. And all of a sudden he'd go around a big old boulder and he wouldn't come back. And, and I started worrying and I'm like, man, like, where's he at? I even would go look for him and then I couldn't find him. And, uh, and then eventually I hear him calling or, or saying something and there he is on top of the, on top of these boulders. And I'm like, you got up there, bud? And he's like, yeah, dad. So, um, so it was really neat, man. Seeing him get more and more comfortable with something that he's not comfortable with at all. That's, that's interesting. So I had a, I had an interesting weekend and, uh, we had a little family meeting and we got together, but. Um, you that you have three kids, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, how much burden do you think, like, um, your older son carries because he knows he's the older brother, mm-hmm. but it's like an unspoken agreement or an unspoken burden. Like, I'm the oldest son, so I have all this responsibility on my back, but I'm not gonna talk about it. And do you think that hinders his ability to? like really express himself and, and be himself without feeling this, this responsibility or this, this thought in his mind that I'm going to be judged. I'm, I'm weak and I shouldn't be weak and I should carry my, my, I should, you know, lead the way for my, my younger brother and sister. You know what I mean? I think that, I think that messes up with his brain a lot. I don't think like, he, cause he's still like, too much of a chicken to actually do it, right. but but it does mess with his mind to where um, you do see him like look down on himself, or and especially because he's he's like not as how do I say it? Like he's not as agile as his younger brother. His brother, his younger brothers, it, it, he is like the replica of me, you know, mm. you know, climbing on trees and, and doing the whole ninja warrior stuff and all that. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 Uriah, the, the older one, he just doesn't care for it. Like he's like, I'm afraid, and I'm afraid. Like that's it. Like, yeah. It's not going to change my mind. Yeah. I don't care if my brother's you know better than me at this. Um, but I I do know that it it bothers him a little bit because you can tell um, when when it's time to go do it, where where he gets like I don't know just. Very to himself, you know, just quiet, uh, distant from everyone. It's uh, it's different. It's we will even ask him like, "Hey, what's going on with you?" Not like you just quick about it, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and and, uh, you know, I had a rather interesting conversation with my brother over the weekend. My oldest brother, you know, 
like you know we were raised by single mother but realistically we were raised on our own you know um and he was always the one that had to be there for me when you had the 15 or the 16 year olds that wanted to kick my ass well he would have to jump in he had to grow very quick fairly quick um he's only four years older than me and um interestingly enough as we were talking the other day about the inner child and i started even analyzing myself you know how, how does the inner child play a role with me and how I feel about my siblings. And um, I was placing this burden on my older brother that he didn't even call for or he didn't deserve. Or instead of viewing him as my older brother, I was viewing him as my father figure. And therefore, um, judging in general is not okay. You know, we shouldn't judge people. But when somebody lets you down... um, the fall tends to be, let's picture the downfall like a 10-story building, you know. Um, when it's your parents that let you down, and it feels like they let you down from the 10th floor, you know. But when it's your brothers, well, man, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Until you see them as your father. father. Yeah, so every time shit would happen, it just felt like he was dropping me from the 10th floor. But not out of like it was not his choice it was mine you yeah. know and he's like what the fuck are you like what the fuck wrong with you like, get over this shit yeah you're like no yeah <laughs> no dad you can't you do this <laughs> so it was liberating man this weekend was liberating because we got to talk about that stuff and you know we're always talking about just being very honest with each other and you know bringing truth to be a thing now where it's back in style and we really practiced that over this weekend. And I got to experience how liberating it can be when you, when you decide to just speak with the truth, man, and really analyze yourself and understand like where these feelings are coming from. And I learned how to ask the right questions in order to get myself into that place, you know, because of that one thing, or that quote that I heard where it says that, um, it says the quality of your life depends on the quality of your questions you're asking yourself. You learn to ask yourself the right questions, more than likely you'll figure out a way to um, fix, you know, fix your inner self. Um, but yeah, as you were talking about, you're right, and I think as a father too, man, I think when we look at the oldest, automatically our, our, um, our expectation of that older son by default and it's wrong um, we place him already at that level where all eyes on you and you're going to pave the way and you better walk a straight line and you better not mess up yeah. and man like we really mess up in that no, you couldn't be more right man like right away you start telling him hey you know you gotta lead by example but you're the older you're the older brother and then the reality is like, no fucker, like you should be pointing back at you and like, you're the fucking example, bro. Not, not your son, not your oldest son. Like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's true. Um, and with that being said, I heard, I heard a, another quote that I wanted to talk about today and I wrote it down. It says, um, changing the subject a little bit. It says that uh, most people never master anything in life because their egos are too big to let them be seen do some, doing something they are bad at. 
And why did I think about that quote? And I'm going to read it again. Most people never master anything in life because their egos are too big to let them be seen doing something they are bad at. This is episode five, man. Yeah. And we've had a rather interesting ride. I agree. And in the beginning, I was, I was looking at her video. Yeah. I wore a cap on purpose. <laughs> You wanted to hide from the camera. Uh, I want to be in front of the camera, but I don't want to be in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had to break through that fear. So when it comes to that, like, how how do you deal with fear? How do I deal with deal with, deal with fear? Well, it depends on what kind of fear we're talking about, man. Like, just if it's something that I can beat the shit out of, well, then fuck nope. it, let's go. Right. But if it's something that you can't, then it's then it, that's when it becomes anxiety and procrastination and all the other shows that we've had. Well, and I think I think that uh, that's interesting. You break it down like that. It's it's a good talking point because I think males and and men and like we're 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 wired to fight. So yeah. so more than likely we won't be afraid of getting into an altercation. But I think it's when you're presented with having to do something new, yeah. that's where fear and anxiety kicks in. So speaking specifically about that, you know, anytime it's, anytime it's, it's time to try something new, learn a new skill, maybe public speaking or, or being recorded through a camera, like what are some of the... Like how does how does your body even feel? How does you how do you control the sweaty hands? How do you control the the hard racing? Do you even experience any of that? No, you, no, no, I don't. I think I talk to too many people, and everybody watching this is gonna be like, "Yep." <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, for me, I don't get that unless unless it's like um, unless I open my mouth about something I don't know about, and then. Ankle, what are you doing? Like, you know, you start questioning yourself and you're unsure of yourself. But if you're sure about yourself and about what you're talking about, then that's a different story, you know. If you're, if, yeah, if you're commenting on, on, on a topic you're, you don't know about, then that's when you just need to be sure about yourself and be like, I don't, I don't know that. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Is, is, is that some, like, have you always been like that or, or has that? recently changed uh, ever since you you been around like a different environment it work work wise you know or or because i'll speak for myself everywhere else i used to work previous to this mm -hmm. when you when you said you didn't know you were viewed as like an idiot no that's and that's so true man like that's so true um I think, I think it's it's been more of a recent change, man. Because when I was in the border patrol, um, you had to know the judo. Like it was just part of. You know, you'd already been taught, so you were supposed to know, and 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 that's it. Uh, in the Marine Corps, you don't know shit. You just you just do what you're told. <laughs> so. Uh, so so yeah, um, but here, it's uh, it's so different, you know. I mean, doing doing what I was doing before, um, it was it was uh, 
it was not as boring as it is as this is you know um doing trying to attract attract customers to uh to a convenience store is a whole other hammer mm-hmm. uh compared to you know trying to trying to deal with it um with um interpreters or trying to get um more interpreters or trying to run run the office um that's 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 a different story you know there there isn't much involved but but here um you really have to engage with with people and and uh so so this is this is something very different so here it's i mean there's no fake it till you make it no you know there there is there isn't that um you you can only get to the first day with the fake it till you make it you know so uh so yeah so and I guess it's something that I think I've become more more comfortable with here. You know, just if you don't know, don't fucking know at the end, yeah. and be honest about it because you're not gonna. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing you can do. Like, and think about how fast you've been able to overcome um, the challenges. You know, because before most people anyway get stuck in the I don't know yeah. phase. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, who do I ask? And I don't want to ask because then you know I'm gonna be viewed as yeah. a you know, the clown of the office, but now that we're over that, yeah. we're, we're progressing so much faster. But I think it also depends on the environment in the office. Like if, if nobody has that chip on their shoulder, if nobody's, you know, making faces or, uh, or you know, uh, commenting or, or talking down, talk down upon you, or, you know, that raza is, is raza, you know, ah, you know, you don't know your shit though, like, que pasa so if you don't have that, that atmosphere, man, it's easy, you know, because, hey, I don't know how to do this. Hey, no worries, bro, I'm going to give you a hand. Boom, 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 you freaking get, do what you got to do. Hey, you just learn another freaking skill now. You know, you just learn one more thing. But that toxic environment of like, oh, you don't, you don't fucking know what you're doing, bro. Well, you could freaking help me if you know what you're doing. If you know what I'm doing, you know, you can give me a hand. If not, I don't know why you're not doing my job. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, so I think. I think uh, it depends on the on the office or the staff atmosphere as well. Communication. What's your um, now? Now that you've been in this position for quite some time, um, like, what are your goals, man? Like, where, 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 where do you see yourself, um, or or how do you see yourself adjusting? Let's say um, by the second quarter of this year, like where. Um, with everything that's happening and, you know, um, this new app that we have coming yeah. that, that you've been working on and everything that you've learned now about the industry. I mean, I saw you this morning as you were talking. I was I was observing you and you're right. Like, you understand the business a little bit better now, even the Lango. Mm-hmm. Um, you understand what it takes to attract customers and to retain customers. So um, what's next for you? Like, where do, where do you... What do you plan to to work on, you know, for the second quarter this year? Um, so, so that's 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 interesting, man, because um, it, it's going to be launching the app, launching the website, um, you know, all that's all that's in the in the works. Um, they're they're creating it, and somehow I, I became uh, part of the design team as. <laughs> as a CMO, 
Um, and uh, and that's been that's been uh, a challenge in its own, you know. Um, but but yeah, it's going to be launching it. Launching it's going to be really exciting, you know. Getting to learn the system now, getting to learn that whole thing, and how to you know how to ge geofence a, a a text message or geofence a, a particular promotion that we have, you know, and uh, and how everything's going to be tailored for for, for certain parts of, of the city. Um, and, and that's going to be a real asset now. And it's going to be, I mean, I'm, I'm getting excited as I talk about it because, because we haven't done that yet. We haven't had that ability, you know, right now, everything's controlled, you know, by, by, by another company that runs the, 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 uh, the app for us right now and our loyalty program. And, um, and so we don't have any of the data, um, for, for, uh, emails or, or text messages. And now that we're going to be having that. Uh, it's going to be really exciting to be able to reach out to people. Did, did you ever think, you know, because you often, even previous to this, you know, we always have to fuel our vehicles and you go in, you grab some snacks, whatever else you went, right? Did you ever think that it it was this? So, bro, there's so much shit that you overlook when you go into the convenience store. Hey, guys, y'all you appreciate the media store out there, guys. <laughs> let me tell you, it's not easy running a convenience store. Uh, there's a lot that went into even having the damn Hershey's Hershey's on on the on the shelf. Uh, when you see when you see uh, new new chocolate bars that are that are trending that just came out, somebody had to spend a lot of money to go on a freaking trip to some expo somewhere and uh, and and sign for all that candy that's now in the store. So. Uh, so yeah, no, there's a lot more that goes into it. I mean, the fuel, like this guy, this guy just pulled up right now, and uh, somebody ordered that fuel, man. Somebody's got to sign off for that fuel. Somebody's got to pay for that fuel, and that's us. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. Um, we had our first guest on the podcast, man. Uh, last Friday, Lucini Donzo. Lucini Donzo, man. Uh, he's an interesting guy. Has a great head on his shoulders, man. Very cool story. Yeah, he's extremely knowledgeable. Extremely knowledgeable in, in his aspect and and like life overall. Like, um, it's it. He's 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 not only doing great things, but he's gonna do even better things in the future. And um, yeah, I'm excited, man. He, he wants to collab and and do more things together, and so. That's exciting, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like I said, this is only episode five for us. But, man, I'm I'm really excited with all the love we're catching on all the social platforms. We haven't even posted the first full episode on the podcast uh, platforms. But all the shorts, um, people have been, you know, commenting and messaging me, whether through text message or, you know, on the on the DMs. And they're excited, man. You know, they already want to listen to to the show. So, I mean, I'm not doing this for the fame. And we talked about it since the yeah. beginning. You know, we're doing this to bring some knowledge to the people and share our past experiences. But it's still nice, you know, when you yeah. get people that tell you, hey, you know, that was an interesting message. You know, yeah. it was it was nice. Um, but how was your experience? How did you feel with having a guest on the show? It was different. It was very different. Um, I'm used to, you know, you and me having a conversation. And uh, now it's a conversation of three. And 
I think I'll, I'm really comfortable with you, so I don't mind like butting in when you're talking. But when you got somebody else talking, you, uh, <laughs> when can I say something? And then it was like two minutes later, and you're like, oh, you can't bring it up anymore. <laughs> and that time has passed. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, like when I'm gonna interrupt, I need to send you a cue. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give interrupt. me a chance. Yeah, give me a chance, bro. <laughs> give me a chance. Yeah, but but yeah, man, today's gonna be a short episode but we still wanted to come on here and uh i love talking about the weekend yeah um you know it's it's therapy too man you know talking about stuff is therapy and uh last week we got through it but it was a tough week and and but that's that's what we call the show right the trials and tribulations in everyday entrepreneurship and if we wake up with that mindset that uh today's gonna be challenging but i'm built for it and we're going to get through it and that's what we do right as entrepreneurs that's what we do we we embrace the challenge yeah you gotta embrace the suck you gotta embrace the suck baby yeah and and that's what we do but um but yeah it, it was that interesting it was an interesting week and uh that just shows you how important it is to when when you're in business and, and when you decide to take things serious how important it is to really Make sure you're intentional about obtaining new information every day, learning every day, because um, life's going to hit you where it hurts sometimes, and you better be equipped, better be equipped and and ready to go, um, because you just never know when that time's going to come, that yeah, you're going to be challenged. You definitely have to be uh, in it for the long haul, um, and um, you know, a lot of us wake up with that, with that, um, that mentality, right, that, that everything's gonna go good today like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna kick its ass and 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 man today's gonna be a good day and then the first time that that you read that first email and you're like ah shit now what you know and uh, and you get all you get all down or now the mood changed and so forth you can't let that stop you man like you know you just gotta all right okay so that's that's challenge number one all right let me write that down you know and then, all right, what's the next challenge gonna be? You know, every day is a challenging day, man. If if it wasn't, if it wasn't full of challenges, it'd be a boring ass day. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Anyway. So, last thing I wanted to talk about, um, and that's something that I learned obviously over the weekend as we were having, you know, our conversations, um, and you know, I was talking about how I was trying to place this burden on my brother because I really wanted him to change instead of accepting him for who he was. Mm-hmm. But I read a really, really interesting quote that says, um, yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise, so I'm changing myself. Mm-hmm. And that had a huge impact on me. I said, he's right. He is right. You can't. You can. Now, you are in control of a lot more things than you think you're in control of. So, honestly, that is something that bothers me when people tell you, well, you can only control what you can control. Okay. What can you control? You can control a lot more than you think you can control. Because, for the most part, you know, humans, we're we're relationship-driven. And 99% of our issues come from other relationships that we have. Um, so instead of being so, um, so damn stubborn about that relationship, 
and trying to figure out every way in the book to keep that relationship just accept it or end it you know one of the two so what are, what are your thoughts on on have, have you ever been in that situation where you feel like you want to change the world and you're so frustrated because you don't catch any traction but in reality it's an unrealistic expectation you can't change the world but you can change yourself no I think that's too deep <laughs> I, uh, I don't know um, like I said earlier you hear them I don't know I just settle yeah <laughs> no but I think, I think that's really deep once um, you know I think a lot of times that happens in, in work cases um, will like then again it can't be a, to the extreme because in, in work phases you'll see you'll see people like they don't have anything to do with anybody else in the, in the place you know um, because not the so and so is a certain way and so I don't I want to talk to them anymore man I, I want him change or I want I, I wish he would do this I wish he would do that or that guy's too slow I wish he was faster because I'm really fast at what I do I real was He's not as fast. He's doing what he's got to do. Um, you know, focus on what you're doing. And if he needs a hand and you can do it, spill my hand, you know? But if you're trying to push him and push him and push him, but he can, he's already pushed him himself and it's the best and he can do it, well, offer him a hand. I think, I think that would be a different perspective, you know? And be okay with it. Because a lot of times that's like, oh, okay, now I, I, I helped him out. Or I helped her out, but I'm gonna keep that one in my pocket. And later on, I'm gonna freaking throw it at him and say, "Oh yeah, well, I've been helping you, you know. Like, look at everything I've, I've done, oh, bro. It's like you're gonna do it, like do it, do it willingly, you know. Do it out of the kindness of your heart. Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm all I'm all caught up. Doesn't mean I'm gonna freaking like not do anything the rest of the day. Instead, hey, what do you got, bro? Like, what do you what do you need help with? Hey, bro, can you help how with this? I really appreciate it. But if get on there, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna help the work relationship. It's gonna help uh, just a day go go by quicker. You might even feel better about yourself. You know. Yeah, but you know, realistically, if you think about it, and and I think it happens, yeah, especially with your with your people that you really care about. Um, you often want to change them. Yeah. You know, you you try so hard to. I, eventually I'm gonna find the right words that are gonna help me change that person yeah um, and that's why I mean I've told you this before um, you've changed a lot man um, since the first time that I met you um, in a very positive way because about that no in a in a very positive way and that takes courage Renee mm. you know um, but I never I never I, I never wanted it more than you wanted it for yourself. And and I've seen a lot of people, you know, tell me in the past, like, oh, man, thank you for telling me that. You know, that really changed my perspective, and I appreciate you, and I'm so happy that you told me that. Thank you, because because of you I changed. And I always tell people, no, man, you changed because you wanted to change. You know, you had the courage to change. Because it doesn't matter, man. I can yell at you till I'm blue in the face and tell you hey Renee come on man like you need to get on the ball bro like 
look at the CMO from Circle K. What do you think he's doing? And you can just say, well, fuck it, man. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. You know, that happens a lot with, like, let's say, um, like, uh, alcohol environments. Like, the family can, can be telling somebody, like, hey, you need to go to freaking rehab or, uh, you know, you need help. But if that person doesn't want help, then it's never going to happen. You know, they can go to freaking um, to um, substance abuse counseling or they can go to uh, alcohol anonymous. They can go get help because you're pressuring them to get, to get there. But uh, that doesn't mean that they're even going to do anything once they're there. So, so, yeah. Have you felt like that in the past, though? Like you want a certain individual to change so bad that they just don't change and then... Or has that ever not happened to you? No, I think, no, because in my experience, it hasn't. Because um, unless it's work-related, and then, I mean, being an only child, I don't, I don't have that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and if it was a cousin or something like that, I'd say, that's on them, you know? And should be it. Um, so, yeah, can't relate on that one, except for it being in a no-work environment. I got you. I got you. Yeah, well, for me, for me, it was interesting, man. And, and I've seen it a lot, you know. And maybe it's petty on my behalf, right? That um, sometimes I just want it so bad for other people. I mean, even even friends. Sometimes that I see, you know, I've had multiple friends where we've had very deep conversations, and, and they ask for advice. And man, I pour my heart into these people because I'm like, yeah, like I'll I'll do anything to help you change, you know. But they don't want it. They don't want it, and you can't. You can't get stuck because you're wasting your time, man. There's this. Uh, there's this um, analogy that old Bedros Koulian uses about the the uh, fighter pilots. Have you heard that one? No, I don't think so. So he says that um, in in pilot in fighter pilot school, um, or or rescue pilots. Okay. Rescue pilots, they teach them um, in, in rescue training, there's, there's two ways you rescue people, okay? So the first way is usually when, you know, in, you're doing a water rescue, they'll drop you, and then your job is to swim as fast as you can to the fighter pilot and shake them really hard and let them know, hey, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm here with you as uh, military i'm here to save you and i'm going to get you home safe all right um nine out of those nine out of ten people or nine out nine out of ten pilots they'll wake up because mm -hmm. obviously they're in trauma they just you know landed from thousands thousand feet in the air um nine out of ten will wake up and they'll react okay yeah let's swim let's go mm -hmm. um but you have that one pilot who when they swim to that pilot um as they get there, even even though they're shaking them extremely hard and, and letting them know who they are, they, they'll never wake up. They're in trauma. Mm -hmm. So what they're taught is when they encounter that situation is to punch them as hard as they can in the face and swim away. So why did they swim away afterwards? Because that day, two American soldiers are not dying. Only one. And the reason they use this analogy is in friendships. Sometimes you have those friends that you can help and that you can give some advice and eventually they'll come around. But then you have those friends where you have no choice. 
And the only choice is to have that conversation that feels like you punched them as hard as you could in the face, and then you walk away. Because after that, there's not much that you're going to be able to do for that individual. So I've had to do that. I've had to do that. And it hurts because because you walk away doesn't mean you don't love that person. Yeah. But they're not going to come around. And we're not saying to go punch somebody in the face either. <laughs> Watch, man. People start tag- tagging us in the comments. Hey, I did what you said, man. I went up to my friend and I told him to stop selling cocaine. And I punched him right in the face. Walk away. Yeah, walk away, <laughs> man. And now I'm in prison. Because of freaking the B-Fan podcast, baby. God damn it. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, man. Um, so it's going to be... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a short one today. Uh, do we have a do we have a guest in the line? Lineup? So there is um, actually. I spoke to this. Well, I I I got in contact with this gentleman this morning, and um, and he's um, he's reaching out to us. He wants to come on the show and uh, and talk a little bit with us. And so I don't know very much about him. Um, I know that he's a He's a former former military guy, um, and I think he was in the army, and uh, so he's excited to come on here and uh, and talk to us. I'm excited to hear what he's got to say. Nice, thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, um, guys, if you have any ideas of who might want to be on the show, um, send them our way. You know, send us a DM at uh, official. Alex Maldonado on Instagram and TikTok and on TikTok we also have the BFAM page mm-hmm. which is BFAM28 and then you, they can find you at the official Renee Atkinson on, on, on TikTok and I believe it's still it's official Renee Atkinson on Instagram okay. so yeah and then um, we'll be we'll be uploading uh, the full shows because I've got uh, you know people reaching out and and uh, asking where well, we're going to be putting out the the full full clips, so uh, that's that's coming here soon. Um, it takes a little a little more to edit those than than to edit a bunch of newer shorts out of out of the whole thing. So, yeah. um, getting that going, and then I'm really excited. Uh, we got we got some uh, some pretty cool stuff coming, um, some pretty cool intro stuff. So um, yeah, this is um, this is really exciting, man, and and. Like it really is just coming from the art, um, our conversation, our our daily, our daily uh, uh, trials and tribulations, and just putting it out. And like this is what happens, and and uh, this is what you guys can learn from it. So, um, you know, it doesn't mean we can't learn from you guys. And and so, if you guys ever want to come on in and talk about what you guys are going through, wherever whatever company you work for, and and you think that other people will will uh, benefit from it and then reach out to us and and uh, let us know hey man you know i want to come on the show and talk a little bit about what i do what i been do and uh, and how i how i can help others with uh with my my struggles and uh, so yeah reach out to us awesome awesome well tradition started where i like to um finish with the quote and I think I'm just gonna make this part of the ending, man. I really like this. I really like this quote. I'm gonna make it part of our ending. Um, so, with that being said, guys, don't forget that the price doesn't go to the fastest guy. 
it goes to the guy who slows down the least. So don't forget, always keep your back against the wall. Don't listen to the naysayers. And we will catch you guys on the next one. Peace, guys. Peace. Y'all take care.